everybody, it's the Mankind Podcast. Kind men, listen to this podcast. The revolution of masculinity with your host, Scoop Magruder! Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Scoop. Thanks for tuning in. We got a lot of shit to shoot. Today's guest is a very dear friend. We're going to talk a little while. Do it through the lens of masculinity. What is that? Hey, I don't even know, but it's time for you and me to get real with it. Yeah, it's time for the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Mankind Podcast. I'm your host, Scoot Magruder. With me, as always, is Mike. Mike 1 and Mike 2. Today's guest is a very dear friend of mine. Krista Nanos is in the house, and she is an incredible artist, um, incredibly talented and performer, musician, songwriter. She created the web series Super Single and is currently in talks with uh, selling it to the big guys up there in the big places and is making Super Single uh, Season 2. Dear friend of mine, Krista Nanos, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, we're starting? Yeah. <gasps> How exciting. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, cool, cool. Thank you for... Dude, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting in your living room right now. You are. And you have... Um, the infamous set of Super Single. pillows. I do. This oh, was that pillow was supposed to be behind you. It looks nicer on the couch like that. Let's put it here. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to go. I've got a very colorful floral pillow behind me. Yeah. And um, kind of a burgundy maroon couch. Yeah. What would you... Yeah. Yeah. That all sounds good. You, you have shades of teal consistently in your home. Y- you're right. I yeah. never thought about that before. It's one of my favorite colors. Yeah. It's very. Pl- I think you can tell a lot about a person by their color scheme. Oh. You know? Yeah. Um, for w- w- Would you call this setup? I mean, cozy no. home. <laughs> Super single. Lives alone. <laughs> cozy. Cool. People are like, it's really homey in here. I'm like, yeah, that's because it's cluttered. But <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. It's homey because there's not much space. <laughs> and you, you can, you know, you could toss a basketball in yeah. here and still. I've had lots of improv, you know, practices in here mm-hmm. in the past. I have a nice setup like here in the middle. You, in you between the stuff. Do. Yeah. You've got your piano with the lights. Yeah, um, yeah. I have my film equipment. Is that a that fireplace have, that works? It does. I don't use it. As you can see, everything's in front of it. I don't have much room, so that's where, like, all my film stuff goes. Okay. I have another corner in my bedroom that's completely filled with film stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my red carpet mm-hmm. right there. Oh, there's your, there there's it is. There's my red carpet. I know. I should really just roll it out and be like, every day. <laughs> yeah, Catwalk. Yeah, you know, they say, live like how you want to live. Oh. You know, like, uh, as soon as you start calling yourself, uh, you know, a yard salesman, uh-huh. you become one. Oh. Or... Famous actress. Famous actress. Show creator. Show creator. Boss babe. Boss babe. Can you curse in your show? Sure. Boss bitch. Boss bitch. Yeah. Is the word bitch? I don't know. Can that... Wow, we're going to get into it. (laughs) Does that... I think it's... uh, We take it back for ourselves. It's one of those words. You know? Okay. Like, uh, I don't want a guy calling me a bitch. Right. Hail to the nah. Um, Taking it back, I like that. Phrase. And I actually don't. I don't call women bitches. I don't call my friends mm-hmm. bitches. But for a phrase like a boss ass bitch, right? I do that because I feel empowered when I say it like that. For sure. Like boss ass bitch. Right. Yeah. It's, but there's a context even with boss ass leading up to the. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I use bitch. Um, do you use it in text or email? I don't. I don't. I mean, the only time I would ever use it besides like boss ass bitch. 
would be like she's being a bitch to a friend and like I don't want to say that. It's it's mean. But it's a word that uh yeah. I think um What do you what do you call how do you refer to your my girls? Your girls. Yeah, my 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 friends, yeah. my girls. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The ladies. What, what? Not the bitches. I just don't like that. Right. Yeah. Right. And a guy if a guy owns that or calls yeah, I don't think uh, I wouldn't want a, a guy to call me a bitch. I don't think they have the right to use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, in my mind, similar to, like, the N-word right. for black people. Right. Like, they can say it. Like, we would never be caught dead saying it. Right. We just, we can't. What about the C-word? Um, I also don't, I don't love it. Okay. And I don't think I ever actually use it i think some women are trying to empower themselves by saying it mm. uh, but i think it's also a similar word to bitch like i don't even want to like say it uh mm-hmm. like she's being a and i just don't like saying that about people sure so yeah i don't find it attractive i don't mm. find it flattering mm. i don't find that word empowering by any means right um it's the same thing as like pussy and that's usually like a derogatory, like you're being a pussy, like you're weak. Right, right. Um, so I don't use that word either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when a guy, growing up, if, if another guy called another guy that. Oh, terrible. Yeah. You, it's that like was, you're a weakling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a girl. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you play sports growing up? Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Oh, do so many. <laughs> dude. Do, yeah. <laughs> Can I say that? Dude. I call my girls dudes, too. Yeah. Um, what if us guys claim it back? You can claim, I, dude. Dude's fine. I love it when your like, girls say, "Dude." Yeah, <laughs> dude. Mm-hmm. I love dude, yeah. bro. Um, I played so many sports. I really did. I was just talking with someone else about this the other day. Um, cause I'm a natural born athlete. That's what my family they tell me. You just did burpees. Yeah, climbing mountains. I, you, I'm you doing a, a great deal of money for this thing that you did. You you jumped. Do you see my horse? Now, in addition yeah. to the burgundy couch mm-hmm. and the teal pillows, there is a picture of Krista on top of a beautiful steed <laughs> jumping over a four or five foot <laughs> barrier with, it's, 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 what is the name of that? Equestrian. Yeah. Jumpers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that's where you grew up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I play lots of sports. Field hockey. Soccer. I was so good when I was little. I was a little shit. Like, I played on the boys' team. I was the only girl. And I played with my brother, and he was just pick, like, three leaf clovers. And I went both ways. I scored on both goals. Um, This is field hockey. (laughs) This is soccer. Soccer. Soccer, yeah. I was really, really good. I'm not good at soccer now. But then I played field hockey. I played softball. I won MVP in all these in in middle school. Not high school. Then I just did horseback riding. But tennis, um, basketball. Uh, and I played basketball in L.A. for a long time, too, on a team called the L.A. Nail Clippers. It's all women's. I love that. Yeah, comedy league. We still exist. I hurt my knee, so I haven't been doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I play all the sports. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love I'm very competitive. I- I'm really good at ping pong. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's like the salt and pepper you just yeah. put on that uh-huh. meal. Uh-huh. Okay, I challenge yeah. you to all right. a ping pong Anytime. Match. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, you're invited to the match of the century with Krista Nanos and me. (laughs) Skylar Mastin. That's right. Yeah, he's going down. Um, 
So those middle school years sounded like um, mm-hmm. I bet there was a lot of identity forming things happening. Oh my gosh! Scoring bowls on both sides. Yeah. Field hockey. Your brother was on a team. In soccer, yeah. So that was mainly when I was like little, little before middle school. Uh, when I played soccer with my brother, uh, middle school was like, those are the hardest years of anyone's life. I was super fat in sixth grade. Oh. And then I lost all, a a bunch of weight, uh, going to seventh grade. I just got taller. You know, I just went through puberty. Right. Okay. I also was uh, heavily into horseback riding more than usual Mm -hmm. or just more than I had been. Uh, and I went to a uh, sleepaway summer camp. And, um, uh, it was a three week camp in West Virginia on the mountains. And we just were active all day, every day and walking up and down these massive hills and not eating that much. I just lost a lot of weight. Uh, so then seventh grade came and I was like much fitter. And then I was playing all these sports and I won MVP in all these sports. It's crazy. At this three week West Virginia camp. No, no. In in school. Came back. When I came back at school, I played all these sports. Yeah. MVP. MVP. It sounds like that three week vacation or not vacation yeah. camp in West camp. Virginia was like. I just yeah, I just lost. A lot, I just lost a lot of weight. Um, I don't know. That was kind of and I just grew up. You know, I went through puberty, uh, and just kind of came into myself more. But mm-hmm. and that's when you're like trying to put on makeup. You know, I went to like a good Charlotte concert and I but I had like all oh, this eyeliner mm. on my face and I remember leaving and my dad was like, "Where do you think you're going? A charcoal factory?" Get back in the house and take that makeup off. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Good Charlotte, Dad. And I had like all black on. I had um, black fishnet sleeves and I had black pants with metal chains on them. I went through all my identities in, in middle school, too. I was like, fat Krista, really kind Krista, really athletic Krista, really like punk rock Krista, then really kind of like preppy in eighth grade, trying to be really popular Krista. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Which was which was your favorite? Do you have one that you were like, ah, I dug that? Oh. Anything that's, like, closest to me, I think. I'm not really punk rock, but it was fun. I'm not really popular, but it was fun. I kind of got kicked out of the popular group. I never was really accepted. I just tried to be. Uh, and I, like, left all my friends at the time, too. Just because, like, I'm going to be popular. I'm going to hang out with these girls. And then a couple months later... It was like, I hate these girls. Like, they're so mean to everybody and to each other. Can I come back to you guys? And they're like, no, you left us. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Finally, I got accepted back. But, like, it was terrible. I was, like, friendless for a while. There I remember. was, like, an actual moment where mm-hmm. you said, guys, let me be your friend. Yeah, back. Because I left them. I think that was freshman year of oh, high I school. See. I was like, guys, I'm not going to hang out with you as much because I'm going to go hang out with, like, these people who are the cool kids. So we can't hang out <laughs> anymore. Terrible. Terrible. So that really happens. That really happened. Yeah. It's it's hard for girls growing up. Uh, it's so yeah. I'm fascinated to hear you say that in middle school you went through your identities. Mm-hmm. Or, or it, it's, well, I'm know, still doing it. I, oh, cool. I dye my hair every two years. You've seen all my hair colors. Yeah. Right? I've known no. you with the Red. reddish, you know, you know, auburn. Platinum blonde? No. I saw pictures. Yeah. And, you know. So I'm still, I guess I'm still finding myself. <laughs> now I'm back to this cool. is my natural. So I am really back to me, I feel like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. That, and, and you're in a space right now where you're, you have mounted a fantastic web series mm. of a, original characters that you wrote. And now you're in the process of um, uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
script. Uh, what's how's that? What's that like? We're good. We're pitching it. Um, trying to make it into a, a half hour musical comedy TV show. Wrote the pilot. Uh, doing a big table read for that in a week and a half, which now you're going to be a part of. Gladly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. It's yeah. It's really good. It's a lot of work. Um, it's very stressful at times, uh, and it's like really something I'm fully doing like myself I have a lot of like I have a great support system but when it comes to like the nitty-gritty things and making decisions and inviting people it really falls all on me and in and, and writing the web series too I wrote every episode myself uh I did the you know the call sheets with a good friend of mine Nicole Bell uh she helped a lot but I I sent out everyone's call times um I'm the one following up, you know, via email. I was there checking them in for the most part until I hired, like, an AD or a PA. I didn't always have them on set. Uh, so I was always a point person. So I'm wearing, like, all the hats. Um was difficult, but really, you know, eye-opening. Mm-hmm. And who is this uh, character that you've... Britt Ashburn. Okay. Yes. Uh, she is um, a woman who's in her late 20s who is doing really great in life she has a great job uh she has great friends everything is just going really smoothly except she's not dating anybody and like she really doesn't care she could give two shits about that until her best friends uh both get engaged on the same night um one of her friends is gay um the other one's a woman um so they get engaged to their their separate partners and they come and they surprise her with the announcement and it's a little jarring uh, but she's kind of like, great, great for you. I'm so, so, so happy for you guys. And they're like, are you dating anybody? Like what's going on? She's like, no guys, I'm fine. Uh, but after that happens, and this is in the web series, uh, she goes about her life and she starts noticing couples everywhere she goes and and she's walking through a park and everyone's coupled off. Everyone's making out. Everyone's just together except her. So she's like the single person everywhere she goes now. And she only started to notice it now it's kind of like when you get a new car and you start seeing that same car all the time have you ever done that I can, I, or like yeah. if you rent a car and you've never noticed this car ever before in your life and you're like oh my god a yellow bug another yellow bug right a yellow right. bug well, another one i've or never like seen this forever prism yeah and it's yeah. like you start no- like i noticed teslas all the time not because my bosses have them okay i never knew what that was before but once you like it's in your mind you start to see it mm-hmm. so that's what's happening with her so she's like maybe okay maybe i should start Maybe I should try dating. Right. Maybe I'd be really good at it. It's kind of her um, point of view. Right. So then she starts dating or she starts, you know, signing up for the dating sites and she creates a spreadsheet of all the men that she matches with and okay. she kind of chooses the top three. That oh, she's very... She's very, like, yeah, crafty and... Okay. I, I, um, I ran into someone yesterday who was organizing a toolbox and she said, oh, this fits me perfectly because <laughs> it's, I'm a Virgo or something like that. Oh, funny. I so, know nothing about signs. So she... Okay, um, so it sounds like very... And, yeah... Yeah, but that's exactly okay. it. She's like, and I'm going to be, like, great at this. And then everything right. just goes wrong. Like, right. she's not. Like, she's fine. The, the web series is kind of like, she's fine, for the most part, at the dating. is these men who are just right. oddballs. Right. Uh, and I think later on, we kind of find, well, she's not really that great at it either. Like, we all think we're going to be amazing. And then we all have our quirks and right. hang-ups and such. Uh, but the whole point of the web series really is to... Empower women in their singleness. And uh, my character is definitely not like a damsel in distress, like needing right. a man. She ends the web series 
Um, because the end is she comes out victorious. Yeah, yeah in a way. exactly. Yeah, she starts dating a guy um, who essentially is dating someone else the entire right. time. Uh, and these are all based on my true dating stories, okay. by the way. Right. Uh, so yeah, and she's like, "Screw this! I don't, I don't need anybody. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm completely happy on my own." Right. Uh, and I'm now I'm writing season two. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Do you have a sense of how you think she will end this season? Of oh, season two? Yeah. Um, so I've only written the first three episodes. I've kind of outlined it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I definitely want her to... There's less dating, I mm-hmm. think, in season two, at least so far in the first couple episodes. It's really important to me that she is empowered in her singleness. Right. It's kind of how okay. I want the web series to be anyways. Mm-hmm. And she starts dating very fast okay. um, by episode three. Uh, she goes on her first date in the web series, and I, I want it to be much later in season two. Okay. Okay. Uh, because I want, yeah, she she gets a new identity, kind of. She you know she dyes her hair because I dyed my hair, <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> she has to. Okay. Um, uh, she starts working out. She has a personal trainer. Uh, she's just and her um, her column at her magazine that she writes is now called Super Single, and it becomes very very successful. Uh, and okay. she's. Yeah, just really killing it in everything and not looking for a guy. And people constantly want to kind of set her up. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end for season two. Um, but usually, usually not always that great because she's super single. So, right, right. Yeah. It, it, we were talking about how... Um, you know, if you put the red carpet out, you, you live as if you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, watching you from the outside, uh, I've known you for a little over a year. Is that it? That's it. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, the sun has gone around us once because we're the center of the universe. Um, <laughs> that we are. And, uh, it, you know, just watching you, because you were going through the process of shooting mm-hmm. and editing and uh, making the end of season one happen, and so now this is happening. It's just been a beautiful um experiment and experience of the creative process that Mm -hmm. you have been on and and watching you go through that has been really empowering to me actually and i'm sure to a lot of people um but fascinating Mm -hmm. also um because i i would imagine that it sounds like you're writing a character almost in a way that's like um yeah catharsis a a catharsis in Mm -hmm. a way definitely uh brit is very similar to me uh her best friend ashley is also similar to me, and they're quite different in the show. Okay. I feel like both of those characters have um, certain traits that embody me. Uh, Britt is a little more, especially in season two, she, I mean, she's a little more promiscuous than I am. Um, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a little more. She gets out there. She gets out there. Okay. She's okay with maybe, like, the one night. Sure. Yeah, like, I mean, and a lot of women are. I in mean, power to yeah. you. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm well, not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot that's said by a one night stand. Yeah, um, on both sides, mm-hmm. it says how you value yourself, for better or for worse. I mean, not that totally. Has to be like a continuum. Of she right just makes she makes a bunch of mistakes. Like, don't get me wrong, I've made a lot of mistakes when it comes to dating. Uh, but she's making some poor choices, okay. and she has to kind of learn from those. Oh, cool. Um, experiences. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I wish you <laughs> really good luck on. Thank um, you that and, it, and i will be so happy to see and be a part of your reading yes and are people invited to that or what's the situation you hear that neck crack there's a neck crack that was big was it? um it is uh people are invited 
Um, yeah, seating's kind of limited. I'm really trying to get a lot of industry um, to come. Yeah, peeps come and see it. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but yeah, it's Monday, October 21st, 7 p.m. at Second City Hollywood. It's going to be a, a big a big thing. Got a lot of well-known actors involved. Who's involved? Which is cool. Uh, Tim Decay. He's the star of White Collar. My friend Kimmy Shields is going to be in it. She's one of the stars of Insatiable on Netflix right now. I mean, obviously, Skylar Maston. He's going to be playing Sam Hewen because hey. I don't think Sam Hewen's going to make it, but <laughs> you never know. Sam, you get <laughs> Sam. on your high horse and get out here as fast as you can. <laughs> that's great. I can't do a Scottish accent, so that's amazing. Um, who else is involved? Yeah, Catherine. Uh, the, the the stars of super, the web series, Catherine Lidstone and Chris Aquilino are both in it. Um, Clay? Is he going to make a cameo? Clay's not. Okay. Clayton? Nah. Nah, he's not. Um, he might come to the reading. I have to text him and see if he'll mm-hmm. be it. But no, he's not, his character's not in the pilot. He plays my love interest in the web series. Nice. Uh, and this pilot is mainly episodes one and two, so there's no love interest besides uh, Sam Hewen. Cool. Yeah. So far. So far. Cool. <laughs> uh, let's uh, switch gears a little bit, Krista. Let's um, switch. I'm so curious to know about um, the yin and the yang of masculinity and femininity um, as it lives in you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give you a few words Kay. that I'd like to hear your first thought that comes to mind. Okay. Um, uh, what should a man smell like? Oh, what should a man smell like? Uh, a little like woodsy. <laughs> <laughs> a little okay. like, yeah, like chopping wood. A little, uh, what would that be? Chopping wood. Chopping wood, like fire. Sap. Like, yeah, maybe a little sap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just something like he's been outside, like, getting his hands dirty. Okay. Does he have <laughs> to have gone outside to actually do that? Or should we just, is there just a cologne that, like, does that? There probably is a cologne that does that. But no, I think he should get outside and, oh. like, and, yeah. Get his hands dirty. Get his hands dirty. Okay. What if I mean, we all should. We all should be in nature more. Okay. Honestly. Okay. That's how, that's like what we were meant to be doing on this earth. We're like stuck in our apartments and in our cars way too often. Truth to that. So, yeah. But, I, yeah, I want like a woodsy man, I think. Woodsy man. <laughs> um, Who dresses nice. <laughs> what's a, give me an example of a, a cocktail, a drink that you might order at a bar that's masculine and one that's feminine. Ooh, all right. Um, whiskey, it's like masculine. Mm-hmm. I also don't drink a lot of these drinks, so I don't really know. But like a bourbon, I think it's a whiskey. I don't know those, the same thing. Something like mm-hmm. like like straight up. I feel like I should know this. Uh, bourbon is, gosh, bourbon is something, and whiskey is the other thing. Oh, whiskey, really? They're yeah. not the same. Bourbon is wheat. Whiskey is rye. Oh, something yeah. else is corn. Both of them I can't have because they're both not. They're both made from gluten. Wheat oh. and rye, yeah, and uh, barley are all gluten. So maybe tequila. I can have tequila, yeah. But for okay. a man, I'm t- like without food allergies, right? I feel like a, a drink just like on the rocks yeah. with nothing is like masculine, okay, in my mind. Um, which like women should be able to do too. But mm-hmm. if you're asking me to like specify um, or stereotype, and then a, a drink for a woman would be like a Cosmo, a Cosmopolitan, or I get tequila sunrise. Um, kind of, kind of pretty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big wine. I really like wine, so mm-hmm. I also feel like that's a good kind of a like a like a rosé would be like a feminine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the most? Um, I kind of want to go back to that moment when you were in West Virginia. Okay. And I'm curious about um, West Virginia. Maybe you know maybe um, mama. maybe it's that time period 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, examples of people. Actually, that's a good one. John Denver. Mm-hmm. Talk about the spectrum of his masculinity and femininity. Did he embody for you? Does he embody one quality more so than the others? I don't. Well, well it's hard because I don't. I mean, I don't know him personally. Right. Um, you know, but like the persona of. Yeah, masculine. Yeah. I mean, especially if I'm putting out there that masculine is kind of like working on the ranch a bit. Mm-hmm. And like I'm a country girl. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of where I go to, I think. Um, yeah, he definitely would be he's a very successful artist. He sings a lot mm-hmm. of country songs. Right. Um, he's got that. He's got that twang. He's got kinda. that. Yeah. He's very gentle, though. Yeah. I don't know much about him, so... I had a... You met him? No, I had a girlfriend oh. once who... Um, Liked her? Her, him. F- her father uh, was a guitar player and really mm. um, reminded me of John Denver. And, mm. um, I, you know, we, I would go over to her house, and this is back in Utah when I lived there, and mm-hmm. um, she would... Uh, th- they would all be listening to John Denver playing, this, playing the guitar, and it was a very kind of like... I need to look up a picture of John Denver so I have an image of him John in John Denver's kind of got... Lo- he's got longer, swooping hair, big smile. He, you know... He, he, he's kind of Denver. like a Why conundrum. There he is. Yeah. Oh, heavens. Yeah. Look how old that picture is, too. Right? That's from, like, the 70s. He, he's probably there... Um, yeah, I can see a little feminine. I mean, he looks really kind. Right. But these are words, too, that it's like, I mean, I was looking at your questions earlier, and um, when I think of, like, femininity, yeah. you think of, like, a uh, like a woman who's, like, nurturing, yeah. someone who's kind, who's who's gentle, uh, and... Right. Yeah, look at these. This, this outfit has flowers on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some feminine energy in him. I can see that. And his hair, long hair, swooping. Swooping hair. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what's the, f- the first thing that comes to mind when you think of femininity? Um, yeah, I think uh, what I had just said. Um, uh, yeah, nurturing, kind, compassion, I think. Uh, it's like a mother figure is when I think of femininity. And like a kind, like a good mother figure, mm. um, you know, like Mother Teresa, you know, like, and but I think of like strong women too. Uh, we talk about this actually a lot in my Bible study. We talk about masculinity and femininity and, and people in the Bible um, who embody those. And I always am like the most vocal of being like, you know, men need to be, um, they need to show their vulnerability. Like men need to be nurturing too. Like um, I know you talk about later, like man up and such. Uh, and no, it's like be like, like boys will be boys is kind of like a phrase that can't be used really anymore mm-hmm. because it's like um, boys should be well-respected yeah. children, right? Yeah. Boys should be held kind and yeah, held accountable kind of for their actions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, same thing with women, mm-hmm. uh, but these like, oh, oh, just like that boy hit that other boy. Boys will be boys. Right. It's like, mm, no, let's, uh, let's all be kind to each other. Mm. 
And, but I think also women, you know, I'm going to the gym like almost every day doing this, you know, new workout program Mm -hmm. and I'm like lifting weights, um, alongside like big buff men. And I feel very like empowered to do so. And I want to be stronger. I want to be, um, more, yeah, I just want to be stronger in my body and that might be frowned upon by some women, uh, or just not, uh, not feminine, like, mm-hmm. uh, and like, I don't give a shit. Like I want to be a little masculine then, or like women, sh- feminine, femininity should be able to embody that kind of, um, trait as well. Being strong. And people think like men, men are leaders mm-hmm. and it's like, um, women are leaders too. It's all about, you know, equality kind of in my mind. Uh, Is opening a door, if a man opens a door for you, where does that sit? Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Someone said that on the radio the other day, too. Like, I can't even open a door for a a woman anymore without, you know, um, having it be a thing. And it's like my experience. No, I was like, I'm going to hold a door for uh, a woman. I'm going to hold a door for a man. Like, you're supposed to, like, hold the door for the person behind you or in front of you, whatever you want to do. Just be a kind human. Mm -hmm. I went to the gym Right before here, and mm-hmm. on my way in, noticed that there was a gentleman and a woman behind me as I walked in, and I was, oh, get, get, get the door. And for the gentleman, there, there's like this inherent kind of nod or this inherent look down where, oh, eye contact, look, don't want to be too much higher. All right, here's the door. Oh, and then, and there's, at least in my experience, yeah. and it, it manifests itself differently for men. It's kind of like, oh, it, how are you? Yep. And then for the women, it's silence. Uh, hi, how are you, miss? Or it's kind of like an allowance. Mm. That was something's happening. That's the whole time. That's the whole time we got for it. They're putting the uh, they're putting the music on us, and we got to get out. Um, Krista, yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, are we done? We're done. Are we? (laughs) (laughs) Did it cut out?